This is the 5-Minute Focus for Wednesday, the 21st of December, 2022. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. The five-minute focus is a way of sharing with you what's coming up. And today, well, there's a lot of sounds you're going to hear, and they are extraordinary. Just speaking as the host, what a satisfying day of interviews, truly. Five-minute focus, also an opportunity for you to share the show with friends via the uh, share button on your podcast app. Hour one, uh, John Euler has been a therapist uh, and licensed clinical therapist for about three decades. He spent a decade or more uh, and still does this work of trying to help pedophiles stop raping people, uh, children, stop raping children. It's, 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 it's horribly gruesome work. Uh, he does it because he is a big defender of women and children, and he does it because he feels God has called him to this, but he's done being quiet. He's not going to be quiet anymore. Uh, You can just, through his work, understand, once again, the lies, such as the lie that uh, all offenders, pedophiles, they do this because they were victims. Most of us have heard, and it really is a myth, that sex offenders that have children as victims, so pedophiles, are somehow reenacting their own trauma. They themselves were offended, and so they've targeted an age and stage of a child that reflects the age that they were perped on. Okay, that is a lie. And he goes into explaining uh, why it's a lie and what the truth actually is. Uh, He's also writing in the news stream. He's been following Sam Brinton. He's the man who pretends to be non-binary, who was uh, bizarrely in charge of our nuclear fuel, our spent nuclear waste. And he wrote a piece asking how any judge could fail to understand the significance of the look in Brinton's eye during his booking for allegedly stealing women's suitcases and obviously their underwear. White color psychopath. White-collar psychopath. Wow. And what is it? What, what do you see that can have you say that? There you go. What you see in his eyes is anything but contrition and remorse. Now, can someone clearly from a, a, a photo discern? What, yeah. As a matter of fact, there's two kinds of psychopath, bloody and white-collar psychopath. That comes from Robert Hare, who's the godfather of psychopathy, who created this PCLR. Yeah. Okay. But you begin to see something in the eyes of uh, really what a psychopath is this, boils down to this. They have no conscience. And he goes on in detail. It's not just the eyes. There are things he told me about Sam Brinton I didn't know. Uh, like being involved in taking the wall down between parents and pedophiles. Oh, then there's this. I asked him about 
the perverse pornographic sex ed in the schools. And I asked him with the, the men that he works with and has worked with, and he's worked with some horribly evil men. Uh, I asked him, what would a pedophile think? Well, and he didn't have to guess. What do pedophiles think about the perverse pornographic sex ed in the schools? Mission accomplished. Wow. Wow. 100%. It has done what 50 Shades of Grey did. I was doing a group. On the day that movie came out, it was Valentine's Day, and I asked the guys, I'm talking about field research. Field research. And what the men told me, those that had adult victims, is that Fifty Shades of Grey now would make their job easier because the women were grooming themselves. That's our one. Our two, I just was so, so excited. My friend Alyssa booked an interview with my very favorite Substack writer, Chris Bray. He is, in my mind, the most intelligent, the most emotionally in touch and entertaining and educational Substack writer I read. And it was just such a thrill to have him on. And I, I, I talked to him about why his, why his Substack is called Tell Me How It Ends. Now, I knew the reason, but it's about journalism. He's an actual journalist. And he encountered young journalists who can't be bothered to do journalism. Yeah, I wrote about a, I wrote about a long, very complicated, very controversial international court case that went on for years and years and years. Uh, involving IRA interviews stored at Boston College. And I used to, uh, like, I would email journalists and say, oh, the judge's ruling just came out, and they, and I would attach it. I would attach, like, the yeah. judge's five-page yeah. order. And they would say, what did he say? <laughs> and I would say, well, his order is attached. You can read it. And they said, yeah, I saw it was attached. What does it say? So there's laziness. But there's also narrative control. And Chris is going to explain, and you'll hear him explain, that the orders go out that this is how we're covering this, that it's it's top-down, and he gave a great example. Look at what's happening to Matt Tybee this week. Yeah. Matt Tybee uh, has been publishing the Twitter files, showing people, doing the thing I talked about, embedding documents, showing people emails between the FBI and Twitter, showing people the story, not just telling the story, showing people how the federal government has intervened in social media. And people are freaking out, and mainstream journalists are saying, oh, I think it's a shame that Matt used to be a journalist, but now he isn't anymore, because he's telling people the truth. Oh, and there's more. Uh, Chris Bray also uh, talked about, in our long conversation, about topics that journalists are not allowed to cover. Not allowed to cover. And characteristically, shared with me a beautiful story about how our national parks are being stolen. Oh, he did say this, <laughs> talking on the topic of, of reporters living in cloistered lives. You've heard me talk about the six blocks of downtown Manhattan and how they look at us as the vulgar undesirables, the flyover country. You remember there was a reporter at the Washington Post who wrote a story, I forget his name, but he wrote a story about um, the worst community in America, the worst place to live based on data yes <laughs> without going there and they called him and said why don't you come visit and he moved there <laughs> <laughs> oh it was a joy to visit with chris bray 
And good thing, too, because, man, hour one is heavy. Hour two has its heavy moments. But Chris is such a funny and entertaining and uh, just such a gift. I was so excited. So that is the five-minute focus for Wednesday. Please do share it with friends. And, man, I ask you to pray, pray, pray for protection for John Uller with what he is telling the world about pedophiles.